Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and uh, here we are again recording another pod- podcast episode. Today I'm joined by, I think it's the first Canadian that I have on this podcast, uh, Dave Bennett from Nully. Hi Dave. Hey Rick, thanks uh, for having me, this is great. Yeah. Good to be Thank the first for... Canadian. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for joining me. Uh, you're in Calgary, right? Uh, in, in I am, yeah. yeah. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So yeah. situated sort of west west side of Canada on the eastern slopes of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, well, everyone knows the uh, Calgary Olympics, or at least from my age. Um, right. So, so Dave, um, you know, maybe you can just quickly introduce yourself to our uh, audience here. You know, uh, who are you? What do you do? What's your relationship to the wonderful world of graphs? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I, my name is Dave Bennett, and I started out as a HR payroll benefits developer, you know, many, many years ago. And that uh, sort of quickly morphed into uh, identity and access management world. And uh, through many acquisitions and different different sort of paths taken, I ended up doing uh, implementation of Fordrock uh, IAM platform. And, uh, and anyways, one day it struck me that there was, you know, evolving NoSQL options and, and uh, I sort of cottoned on to the graph and thought the graph was really the most applicable NoSQL database for, for uh, you know, identity management applications. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you know, this is a, a topic that's close to my heart, right? I, I spent at least uh, 10 years in that industry myself, working for Novell and Ibrivata and Kurian. So we have a lot of in common there, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. No, I, I definitely, uh, when I reached out to you a few years ago, I, I was... <laughs> immediately like wow this is small world stuff yes it is absolutely so so how does the how does the world of identity and identity and access management I'm losing my uh, t- tongue here uh, how does that relate to graphs do you think you know what's what's why is it so applicable well i think you know we're always after uh, how how things are related to each other and more and more with um, the identity uh, being so important and integral to decision making, uh, having more relationship-based data and being able to sort of quickly navigate it allows us to sort of make, you know, informed decisions about things we couldn't necessarily do before. Um, and so I think being able to maintain data, you know, in the graph and then, you know, query it for authorization decisions in particular uh, is you know very powerful in terms of the world of identity management. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's it's sorry. No, no, we no, natu- I, Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry about that, Dave. So so no, but how how does it fit into things like Forgerock and stuff like that? I've seen some of your presentations uh, from Graph Connect uh, actually. Um, you know, but there's there's like a clear link between some of those uh, IAM products, right? Well, there is, yeah. So Fordrock platform sort of supports, uh, there's about four main platform or four main products. There's the OpenDJ directory server, um, and which is a you know primary identity store for just core identity. And then there's uh, the OpenAM product, which is a access management product. So for doing all kinds of federated access, uh, you know, you name it. And OpenIDM product, which is for generally provisioning access and you know workflows, um, and then there's the OpenIG gateway, 
and all of these four products kind of work in conjunction with one another for solving identity related problems but the one core they have one thing the core to all of them is the extensibility they're all they're all very open to uh, extension and they're all Java based applications so being able to write uh, plugins that run inside the servers themselves that connect to Neo is very, very easy. It's a way of um, quickly extending what what uh, the platform is capable of doing uh, from a graph perspective. So does does ForgeRock actually, you know, or can you make Forge, ForgeRock actually make uh, authentication authorization decisions based on uh, Neo4j graphs or, or is it oh, yeah. that? Oh, you can, okay. Oh, definitely. So, definitely. So, the ForgeRock Open AM platform, uh, there's a basically the authentication and authorization pieces are all you know extensible, okay. uh, very very easily writing your own you know Java plugins as as well. If you don't want to write uh, you know native Java stuff, there's you can write uh, scripted connectors in JavaScript and Groovy. So with you know with the new new uh, bolt uh, uh, protocol you could easily use a javascript scripted connector if you wanted to um, uh, and use that to write a policy policy plugin we we actually have a a, a plugin that we created a policy uh, condition plugin that accepts basically a cipher query um, and the, the authenticated user and the requested resource as sort of parameters and will go make that cipher query over the rest endpoint Interesting. against a graph. And we're rewriting that uh, to use Bolt right now. And, and does that then allow you to do like more complex authorization decisions? Or, you know, is, is that the, the <clears throat> main advantage there? Or, that is, or is, what do that you is definitely the goal is to basically uh, use relationships and make complex, more complex decisions. And, you know, you can... You can do things in a graph that aren't very easily attainable uh, in in no in a in a traditional SQL database or LDAP, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. and and kind of an in depth query is is hard is it is achievable in in SQL, right? Uh, but you you end up with these sort of massive self joins, which quickly quickly lose steam and fall kind of on their face. Whereas those are very simple. Even even from Cipher perspective, yeah. queries right, uh, and in LDAP that stuff just be, is again also achievable. It's just it's it becomes successive subsequent queries with you know lots of round trips and lots of post processing to follow all the relationships. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it, it provides a certain level of flexibility, um, and where there's complexity, you can you can. Get past the complexity with the graph. Yeah, so I think you're already answering my 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 follow-on question there a little bit, which is, you know, what, what's so cool about graphs in this context, and what, why is it so powerful? Is is it is it about that complexity, flexibility uh, that I'm hearing, or um, are there any other topics that you think I, are more uh, more important? Oh no, I think it is definitely about the complexity and flexibility. Uh, certainly. And, and where we are going with identity management and the path we're on right now, we are, especially with the Internet of Things, I mean, this stuff's all sorting itself out right now. Sure. Um, and it's, you know, still early days. But the one thing I think we can all agree on is 
the complexity of things and uh, having to share data, you know, or pieces of data from from one identity to another identity. Every every connected device has its own identity, and uh, there are many many different interested parties that are that are after that data. So securing that data uh, is going to be essential, and I think the way of the way of securing that data is going to be founded upon you know sort of a myriad of relationships that are going to have to be able to be you know, digested in a, in a meaningful time frame. Mm-hmm. I think the graph is going to be critical to solving those problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I, again, you're, you're, you're already answering my, <laughs> my final question, so to speak, which is, you know, where is this thing going? Um, these, these, these evolutions that we're seeing with Internet of Things and stuff like that, uh, that just begs the question, you know, how do I manage access at scale in real time with, you know, a, a very complex network of uh, devices, people, you know, all of those things, right? That's exactly it. I think, I think where we're going is, you know, a more more complex relationships than we've ever sort of deemed imaginable before, and the way we're going to be able to explore and continue to sort of make sense of this stuff is the only way is through graph database, um, and so then the graph database by itself though can represent all these things, but. It still has to be maintained, and it still has to then be used by something to enforce enforce policy, yep. and that's that's where you know coupling it with the Fordrock platform in my in my mind makes the most sense. Uh, it's taking two products that by themselves are you know great and great at doing what they do and making something even better at the end of the day um, through both products extensibility, right? Uh, the, op- yeah. the open the openness and, of of uh, of the Forge platform and and the you know the ability now with the new with the transactional endpoint prior but now with with the Bolt protocol uh, really made uh, accessing graph data so easy. So it's great to hear, and I think on, on that bombshell, I think we'll uh, <laughs> wrap up this uh, this uh, episode of the podcast, uh, Dave. I, I really want to thank you for uh, coming online and speaking to us about that, and we'll put some more uh, links to uh, Forge Rock and also your talks about this, your work around this, uh, on uh, on the on the, the blog post that we publish uh, afterwards as well. So thanks a lot for for doing that, and uh, all the best. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Thank you for having me. I had a good time. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.